Oh, good morning, church. Welcome to all those joining us online this morning. So great that you can be part of this morning's service. This morning, in a few moments, we're going to have a video presentation that our team behind the scenes has been putting together so that we together can take a look back over this past 12 months at what we've achieved together through our last Thanksgiving faith offering. Every year here at Life Church, we have a, a Thanksgiving faith offering. Last year, we called it M3. And again, we just wanted to take a moment to look back and give an account of what your faithfulness and your sacrifice and your worship has achieved in the lives of many, many people. Many of you will know next week is Mother's Day, and we're going to begin to celebrate mothers next week, which is awesome. But then in the weeks following that, we're going to begin to look again with faith and with vision towards our next Thanksgiving faith offering and the difference that our sacrifice and our giving can truly make. But today, we're calling our service a Thanksgiving service, a Sunday to give thanks. You're online, and many are joining in rooms across our city, which is pretty exciting. But we want to take a moment to give thanks because actually we have so much here at Life Church and the church across the planet to be thankful for and to give thanks for. And thanksgiving is vital to keeping our faith alive. There are many things in our lives that want to snuff out or choke or deplete our faith. Whether it's the enemy who's, who's after our faith, he's trying to squash our faith, or whether the environment we find ourselves in or the negative news, the negative press begins to come and, and just hard press our faith or, or cause us to want to shrink back there are some things that we can do to counter the choking of our faith. And one of those is thanksgiving. When we begin to have an attitude of gratitude, when we begin to say, you know what, I can see in my life there's so much to give thanks for, we begin to counter the work of the enemy, or we begin to counter the influence the environment might be having on us in our lives. So gratitude is really important. Psalm 110 verse 4, reading from the NIV in the Bible says this, Enter his gates with thanksgiving in his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. In other words, he's the object of our thanks and praise his name. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in his courts with praise. Thanksgiving brings me into proximity to God. That's the entering his gates. Entering the gates of the Lord brings me into proximity to him and praise brings me to a place of intimacy in other words, God is the object of my praise. He has my sole attention right now. How many of us know that our attention is on so many things? Well, what does praise do? Praise focuses me solely on God. Thanksgiving me brings me into his presence. Praise focuses me on him and him alone. In life, everybody ends up worshiping something. If it's not God that's filling the center place in our lives, then something else would love to take his place in the center of our hearts. We see it throughout scripture and you'll see it around your life if you look and friends and family and people you know, whether something else has the center of their hearts, their heart's attention, it's captured their lives. Paul the apostle in the Bible states that when man forgets to give thanks or to worship or to glorify God, their thinking becomes futile. So they lose their their clear thinking and their clarity of thought. Paul is writing to the church in Rome and the suggestion that emerges is that mythology or idolatry grow out of man's insistent need to recognize a power greater than themselves and will do so if God himself is not central. In other words, Paul is saying, this is common to all of humanity. We're looking for a greater power. We're looking to something. If it's not God, we will fill our lives up with idols or things to worship, even if we're not 
aware that we've done it. Add to that the refusal of humanity to give God the supremacy. Mankind will always find a substitution. Idols are unreal and unprofitable, and they lead, as Paul the Apostle says, to futile thinking and then further distance from God. Now, in the West, we might not have official or physical idols made by human hand, but we have humanism, and it's become an issue, and it's on the rise. Where now we want to worship people who are popular, even celebrities or people who we perceive to be important people can become more important to someone than God himself. Clubs or organizations or charities or even the hobbies, the things that we love to do, can become more important than God himself if we're not aware. And the enemy wants to subtly move God out of the center of your life. He wants to remove God from having your sole attention. He wants to remove your praise where God has your full attention. He wants to take God out of the center. His desire is that we move away from being engaged with God and engaged in the work of God to where self-importance is the most important thing or worship of another or somebody who's popular, which leads, as Paul said, to futile thinking and ultimately will bring us to separation from God. This is why glorifying God, worshiping Him, putting Him first, and thanksgiving is so important. And I believe these are two vital keys that Scripture gives us to keep our faith alive, to counter the work of the enemy, to remove God from the center of our lives, is if we can walk in thanksgiving, if we can worship Him, then we'll be okay. Put God first in everything, not just in one or two things, and live a life of thanksgiving. We might say, well, we've got God first, but you know, God is more than just our Sunday expression. We don't just have God when we go to church on Sunday or life group midweek. No, God is first in every part of our lives. And I know we know this. Putting Him first in thanksgiving is so important. Put God first. He's the center of it all. See, thanksgiving has power in your life to change so much. It takes the negative and it finds God in the midst of challenges. And let me give you an example. For so long in my life, I had wished that I hadn't had to walk through the pain of my childhood or my, my teenage years particularly. There was so much that went against me as a young man and as a teenager that led to so much brokenness and pain and devastation. And well, some of it was self-inflicted. Other, other stuff happened to me that was outside of my control. And it led me through depression to being suicidal, uh, to having substance abuse, to a whole lot of things where my life was spiraling out of control. And you know, when I got saved, I began to look back at my past and think, I wish I'd never had to walk through what I walked through. My pain at times seemed unbearable. And I know there'll be many of you listening to me today who would say you've had similar childhoods or, or difficult upbringings. Life wasn't always easy and probably every single human being can say we've had moments in our lives where life hasn't gone the way we planned it. And I had to personally walk through a lot of challenges in my teenage years. Though it seemed unbearable, Thanksgiving was vital to coming through it. See, Thanksgiving's like the brush that an archaeologist would use to gently remove dirt and debris to discover treasure. When I began to thank God for saving me from my past, I began to thank Him for saving me, thanking Him for the peace that I discovered, 
then I was able to look carefully through the dirt and the debris of my life and not thank God for the pain that I had to walk through, but thank God that out of the mess, out of the disaster, out of that junk of my life, I found resilience and I gained great compassion for others. I was able to look beyond the circumstance alone and go, what has God brought out of the mess of my life? Like an archaeologist would gently sweep away. Thanksgiving began to sweep away some of the dirt. I was able to discover that, God, you've made me resilient. God, you've given me compassion. God, you've transformed and softened my heart toward others because of what I personally had to walk through. See, Thanksgiving began to change my perspective on my past to a place where I still wouldn't choose my past, but I also wouldn't change it. And it set me on the path to the life that I am now living and walking out. See, Thanksgiving, the power of it, it changes my perspective for you today. Thanksgiving, when we can find things to give thanks for, it shifts our perspective. Right now in the midst of COVID and poor economic forecasting, I mean, you listen to the news There's nothing good seemingly coming through the news. The forecasting of of poor economic performance and the storms that will come with that are being talked about on a daily basis. Think about the church right now in our own nation coming under challenge and, and same globally, the church globally under attack and having challenges and difficulties that they're facing right now. Well, Thanksgiving is a great key to giving us a different narrative, one of faith, and it builds a fresh perspective into our hearts. Can I encourage you this week? If things are difficult, if things are a struggle, if things are a challenge, begin to give thanks. Begin to allow thanksgiving to sift through the mess and the muck and look for God in the midst of it. You'll find that God is at work. Even in the midst of your challenges, God's showing up. So allow God to do a work in your heart through just saying, God, thank you that you're with me in the midst of this challenge. Thank you that I can still have peace even in the midst of turmoil. Thank you that I have faith in the midst of a bad report. The facts might be saying this about our state of our nation or the planet we're in, but thank you that I have faith that helps me to get beyond what the facts are and to trust you and to look for a new day. It's what I'm praying for us all today is that as we watch this presentation of all that we've achieved together, it would give you so much to thank God for. And it would set in place in your life fresh faith for the future. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this presentation.